0: i'm your moderator chris paul let's be reasonable there's a heavy wind blowing i'm gonna put my head down and push forward but the dust the dust is getting in my eyes well you gotta wipe them, son and keep on moving it's high noon For October 26th, Monday, October 26th, 2020. And holy moly, what a weekend. Now, somehow, there are still people that think that Hunter Biden's laptop is not real. That it's Russian disinformation. In fact, Nora O'Donnell, in her 60 Minutes interview last night with Joe Biden, suggested to him that it might be and allowed him to answer that question in very loose terms. Biden said, well, you know, the intelligence community says it seems like Russian disinformation. And, you know, you got Trump and Rudy and Russia And everyone knows what that means. How about just yes or no, Joe? How about asking him for a yes or no, Nora? Utter fucking bullshit. I'll come back to the 60 Minutes stuff about Trump's interview in a little bit. But... It is crazy to believe that that is Russian disinformation. That's the first claim. Anyone who still believes that, ask them. Oh, did you see Hunter Biden getting a foot job from a prostitute? Because you can see that on the Internet if you like. Right. I mean, you can just go on the Internet and watch Hunter Biden being jerked off between someone's feet. Now, I know that that is for an adult audience and that makes me very, very sorry to uh, to the children in my audience and by that I mean uh, spoiled millennials and political celebrities. But for Everyone else Hunter Biden got jerked off by someone's feet and you can see it with your own eyes. And uh, yeah, if you don't know what a foot job is and you don't want to watch Hunter Biden's because you think that uh, Facebook and Google might try to destroy you, which I honestly can't tell you they won't do. Then just go to like you porn and type in foot job. I haven't tried it. Pretty sure it'll work. So Hunter Biden's laptop. Now let's just recall everything that happened last week. The CEO of their shell company that was taking billions of dollars from the Chinese Or managing, I should say. I think it's $1.5 billion that they had to manage. CEFC, look that up. And that means they would get their 2% cut each year, which would be $30 million. And he came out and said, hey, yeah, these emails are real. And he described the relationship. He said Joe Biden was definitely the big guy. They also have text messages of this man, Tony Bobolinsky, showing very clearly that Hunter was angrily arguing that he was the most valuable part of the deal because he was the only one who was putting his family's reputation on the line. And of course, he was right about that, unless you're a liberal and then you are too fucking blind and stupid to understand what's happening right now. But Hunter Biden knows and says to his partners that he's trading on his father's name and that half his cut will go to the big guy. That means Joe Biden is getting a shit ton of money from China. And the Chinese Communist Party. And they know that Joe's so dumb and greedy that they could take it. And then just the mere record of it would be enough to cause a scandal like this. Of course, they never had the opportunity to do that. Because the Chinese dissident, who, by the way, you should follow on the parlor app, It's at Lude, L-U-D-E. He's releasing stuff constantly from this computer. And it is not made up. Or actually, he has different hard drives. So there's Hunter's laptop, and then there's two hard drives from the Chinese dissident, okay? And he's releasing stuff from that every hour. And now it's starting to hit Obama because, of course, Obama knew all of this. But he knew that... These people were so dumb and so greedy and that they were going to manipulate a win in the next election so that Hillary would win and they would never have to have a problem with any of this. But now it is out and it is undeniable like the the only thing that you can think is that it's Russian disinformation, because if you don't hold on to that, even though it's completely disproven that that's true. And the director of national intelligence and this and the uh, FBI have both come out and said. That it is not Russian disinformation, the Department of Justice, the director of national intelligence, the ones who are actually in there, not the former ones not the former ones who helped execute the Russian collusion hoax and then frame Michael Flynn and then generate an impeachment claim because Hunter and Joe Biden were being investigated for something they really did do, which is getting uh, Victor Shokin fired, the prosecutor in the Ukraine. And now we have a call. A recorded phone call and uh, the Ukrainian uh, there's a press conference from the Ukraine where the officials are playing this call and explaining it, saying that Joe Biden and Petro Poroshenko, the former Ukrainian president. Had committed corruption and treason at the highest level. And you can listen to the phone call. John Kerry's on there, too. This stuff is not being hidden except by American media and tech. But it is there. You can look at it. And let, and again, I don't mean to repeat myself because I imagine some of you probably heard this last week. But. Even if somehow the Russians had a hand in Rudy Giuliani getting this hard drive or in the Chinese dissident coming forward, which would be the most complex and convoluted Russian intelligence operation of all time. The authenticity of what's on there is impossible to deny. Impossible. If you need a better explanation for of it, Kim Strassel in the Wall Street Journal last week wrote a whole piece on it. And it's very good. But the information is 100% authentic. Okay? So even if some shady thing happened that got it to Rudy two weeks before the election, okay, it doesn't change the information. It doesn't change that Joe and Hunter Biden sold Joe's political power and US policy. to the Chinese Communist Party, to the wife of the mayor of Moscow. And he committed a quid pro quo with Ukraine to make sure that he and Hunter did not get exposed for their corruption. This is beyond doubt. It is well beyond doubt. There is no way that this is Russian disinformation and there is no way that it doesn't matter. And I know people who say no one cares that that Joe Biden's son like like sex and drugs and taking pictures of his dick. Okay, well, you moron. Because that's not what this is about. In fact, I said last week, I'm not concerned as much about the Hunter Biden sexual situation because I don't think that that has the same level of societal importance. That is more toward a personal issue and a family issue because, by the way, there is shit dropping about Joe Biden's treatment of his own children that, if true, is just stomach turning but we don't need to focus on that we need to focus on the fact that the man who is about to be president if some godforsaken turn of events happens right he's not going to be president but if he was president he's already compromised by the chinese communist party who is our greatest adversary and who is a literal uh, existential threat to the entire free world if Joe Biden wins. That's what it's about. It's not about the sex stuff. And you turning a blind eye to that makes you immoral and anti-American, and there is no other way to slice it. Okay? These people still believe in the in the, uh, the video that there's this video that exists where Trump gets urinated on by Russian whores. That video doesn't exist. The Steele dossier was concocted from nothing. The information was compiled by a known Russian threat to national security known by the FBI for over 10 years. And the dossier was paid for by Hillary Clinton. She paid Fusion GPS. They got the Steele dossier from a known Russian intelligence asset deemed to be a national security threat over 10 years ago. And they still believe that, but they think this is no big deal. In four years, they have not proven one single claim. About Trump's connection to Russia, because, of course, there was none. Russia doesn't like when Trump gives Ukraine. Weaponry. Why would Russia like that? Russia doesn't like. When Trump imposes sanctions on them. Russia does not want Donald Trump to win. China, Iran. North Korea, none of them want Trump to win. Every one of our greatest adversaries is lined up behind Joe Biden. To believe otherwise is insane. To accept and promote the interests of Russia, China, North Korea, and Iran that are all also being supported by media, entertainment, tech, academia, corporations, boomer politicians who have been corrupt for decades, and our former intelligence officials. You are doing the bidding of all of them. And it's amazing to me that like the more socialisty democrats can't see the fact that they believe their entire life's battle is about destroying systems of power while they go vote to keep the systems of power in place. This is madness. And then something interesting I found today because I, I asked a little poll question like, uh, do you think it's shady that, that Rudy got these uh, – this laptop a couple weeks before the election? And some people who are nonetheless voting for Trump said that it was shady and they believe that it was shady because the FBI has had it for over a year or known about it for a year and a half. I think they had it in December 2019. Now, this relies on a total misconception about the relationship of the FBI and Donald Trump. Now, the DOJ is under the executive branch. That does not mean that Donald Trump knows everything the FBI does. Okay, and of course he doesn't. Because it wasn't like they were going to tell him, hey, yeah, you know what? We did help uh, frame Michael Flynn. We did do that. And yeah, uh, we knew that Hillary had paid for the Steele dossier and then it was from this Russian intelligence source. And we were briefed about that. And we did brief Barack Obama. But sure, yeah, 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 yeah. We just didn't want to tell Trump. So if Donald Trump has full control over them, Then he would have known about this all along. And you'd think that maybe he would have used it in the defense during his bullshit impeachment trial, because lo and behold, it turns out that there is exculpatory evidence on that hard drive that would have made the entire impeachment seem like the political witch hunt it was. That is an anti-American betrayal of the highest order. And these people are going to be punished. And yeah, sooner rather than later would be nice. But that's not how this shit works. Donald Trump does not need to kick up some new scandal a few weeks out that the media will just go run with. And try to overturn what's happening to Joe Biden right now. The FBI has been corrupt for a very long time. Okay. Anyone can go remember J. Edgar Hoover. And we're supposed to imagine that that stuff's not possible anymore. And then one of the funniest stories that like you know, the news media has been running is that Trump plans on firing the head of the FBI, the CIA and the Pentagon after he's reelected. And they think that that's going to communicate the message that Trump is really corrupt. If that were so, why would he wait until after he's reelected? In the lame duck session, he's going to just fire the FBI head, the CIA head, and the head of the Pentagon for no reason? What's that going to do in the last two and a half months after he's already been reelected? He's going to fire all those people to believe something like that. You have to, first of all, believe that it is a certainty that Donald Trump is going to lose. And it's a certainty that he's not. But you'd also have to believe that there's actually something underneath all that. That could be exposed. By him firing those people. And the thing is. All of that stuff is already getting exposed. It's already there. You can look at it. Guess where? On the internet. Just not on Facebook or Instagram. And Google's going to hide it. And Twitter will try to knock it out as much as they can. But it's all real. And denying that so that you can seem like a nice guy to terrible people is reprehensible and speaks incredibly ill of your character. And theirs, by the way. I posted this today as well, and I want people to kind of take this to heart and just so we know, like, the sort of thing we're actually dealing with, right? So I said a funny thing I've noticed. So many quote unquote friends take it as a personal affront that I would support the president against every power system in the world. They can't believe I wouldn't be loyal to them rather than do what's right. And I suppose that's true. And then I asked, what kind of person would withhold their love from you? Until and unless you do what they want and what they expect. They are telling you that their relationship is a control system over your behavior. Withholding is a a psychological behavior you can read about. It's meant to extract an emotional toll on you if you don't comply with what they say, what they think, or what they expect of you. It is one of the highest forms of cruelty. What kind of person would prioritize loyalty over you doing what you know to be right. This is mob boss behavior. This is not how people who pretend to love you should behave ever. It's disgusting. It's legitimately deplorable. So let's jump to, uh, some quick topics, and then I'm going to talk about the the Leslie Stahl business. First off, Amy Coney Barrett is getting confirmed today. We should all rejoice. She is an extraordinary nominee. And her necessity on this court, court at this point in time Staring this kind of criminality and corruption in the face. It's a necessity. And the funny thing is that Hillary's B-Day has been changed into ACB Day. Ha ha ha. So the mob of uh, celebrity idiots and idiot influencers is now posting sexy pics, which all the hip liberal blogs call thirst traps. They're posting these to tell you to go vote for Joe Biden. And by the way, that Iwillvote.com site is a Democratic site. So when you see people posting that, understand that they are voting for Joe Biden, first of all. But second, that they are promoting... A Democratic platform that pretends it is not. Or, you know, loosely pretends it's not. It's it's it acts like it's about turnout. And a lot of them are probably getting paid for it. And you think that that's beyond the pale? Well, remember over the summer when I told you and showed you. That Gavin Newsom in California, they were all paying to have influencers and celebrities promote their mask and COVID policies. They were taking taxpayer money and then giving it to celebrities and influencers to propagandize you. And then a few weeks later, once the fire started, the same people who want to defund the police were posting that they were Supporting the firemen. And of course, this was paid as well. These people are disturbed. And the crazy thing about this sex trap, the uh, sex trap. No, sorry. That's Hunter Biden. The uh, thirst trap pictures. Is that we are staring down one of the most important decisions of all time. And it's funny, even the liberals say that because they think for some unknown reason that if Trump is reelected, their whole society is going to go away. These fucking morons as if they care about the country or as if they care about society. Give me a fucking break. But even they will say that the decision is so important. Right? So in an important decision, one needs to have their brain fully engaged. And instead they sell you sex or they sell you fame or they sell you branding so that you look like you're in the hip crowd. You're the cool guy. Or they sell you a Bon Jovi concert in front of 12 people with a Biden-Harris billboard behind them. Are you fucking joking? Can anyone in the world tell me what Joe Biden stands for? Can anyone describe any of the policies that the Democrats are proposing? They can't even explain something as simple as Medicare for all because they don't know how Medicare works. They can't explain immigration reform. And let's think about that for a second, too, by the way, because, you know, people are still going on this uh, kids in cages thing. And then, in fact, last week in the debate, Trump said Trump was talking about how with the catch and release policy. How they would basically like give someone a court summons that wouldn't come for years down the road. And most people don't show up for their court dates. And Trump was making the joke that except maybe the very low IQ ones, because you'd have to be dumb to show up for a court date. If nothing's going to happen to you by not showing up. And he makes that joke in every rally pretty much every single one, he makes that joke because that joke is right and it's funny and it's illustrative of the situation. And the media runs this story because they are so incompetent. They don't know that by putting this story out there, more people are going to look into it and find the truth. Their entire campaign is based on saying, you know, everybody knows that that guy's terrible, right? And you know that everybody knows that Joe Biden's got great character, right? That's their entire campaign. And Joe Biden even said it, in him, said it himself in the debate last week. He said, this, is ele- this election is about character. Come on, folks. You know me. And he's gone with that political tactic for his entire career. His explanation for his corrupt dealings, his brother, his former bagman, and his drug addled son, his current bagman. He says, I don't communicate with my brother or my son about their business dealings, I have nothing to do with them. He says it over and over and over for decades. And now the proof is right in front of your eyes. And it's corroborated and it's verified by the Department of Justice and the CIA. or I mean, in the director of national intelligence, just to be completely accurate. And the director of national intelligence oversees all the intelligence agencies. So what now? What more do you need to understand that that is wrong and that is madness? And of course, there's nothing more they need because your information cannot serve their emotional problems. That is why these people are unconvincing and unconvincible. That's why they say things like follow the experts, even though you can show them better and smarter experts who have been right the entire time while Anthony Fauci was wrong the entire time. They were able to maintain the same story and be accurate the whole time and show their work while Anthony Fauci referenced models and the high end of those models, lied about masks, lied about treatments, said hydroxychloroquine could be dangerous, but that remdesivir was the standard of care. Hydroxychloroquine is not dangerous and remdesivir doesn't do anything. Fauci is a hack and a fraud, but they'll always refer to this. They'll always refer to a system of authority. They will denigrate whatever authority you might appeal to. Like if something appears on Fox News and not on MSNBC, it's not true. Now that's very, very dumb. But once they go down those two things, they have no further information. They have no explanation that they can give you at all. Like take their phone away. Don't allow them to send you any links and then have them tell you what the situation is about in full and then explain the morality of their position on it. And if they can't do those two things, then they don't have an opinion. They have an allegiance. And so they tried to uh, whip up the kids in cages thing, as I talked about last week. And here we are, days later, with people still going on about it in emotional rants, just splashing their hatred all over everybody. And they don't know anything about that situation. So, first, as I've explained before, the children were not, in fact, separated from their parents, they were separated from Coyotes, human smugglers. Okay. the Trump administration began cheek swabbing to see if the child and the person who was with them had matching DNA, indicating that they are indeed family. If they were not, they were separated. Under Obama, those children then get transported. First of all, there's no cheek swab under Obama. And then those children get transported to sanctuary cities. And then what they do. Is they import those children's parents once they find them. Into the sanctuary cities. They make Democratic voters out of them. And then they exploit them for cheap labor. That is why sanctuary cities are bad. And that is also why 400 out of those 545 parents do not want their kids back. They cannot reconnect with their kids because they do not want their kids sent back to the country of origin, probably first and foremost for their own safety. But second of all, those parents spent a hell of a lot of money to get the coyotes to take them into America. And so we can be sad that these broken family relationships are there, but the parents are not claiming their children, 400 of them. And to then take this and turn it around and say that Donald Trump is cruel for this while he is making this practice stop. is not only a deficit of information, it's a deficit of character and morality. And this is yet another example, like I said, of the media being so incompetent and the Democrats do this too, by the way, they are so wrong about what people want. And they are so wrong about how information works that they think that they're constant dunking. I fucking hate that word. I, I, it's just the easiest one to communicate with people now. God damn it. I'll think of a better word. I don't like it at all. It's stupid. It's stupid. But so they're always trying to uh, to make a fool of Trump. To the people who think like they think. They think they're showing his lies. But what they're doing by showing that is they're showing his messaging And they're talking about the issues he wants to talk about. And why do they focus on those issues? Because they know that if people know about it, they will actually connect with what he's saying. And so they don't want them to know about it. What they want to do is to tell people that it's not worth knowing about. That as you know, Trump's a liar and immoral and corrupt. So you don't even have to look into this. You just have to trust us that we're telling you the truth. But while they're doing that, they're exporting Trump's narrative. And thank fucking goodness they are doing that because they're so stupid that it's backfiring against them and they have no idea. And then once people find out they're lying, by the way, this is the same process I used in March and April. When I realized what they were doing regarding COVID and the president, and then again with all the Black Lives Matter shit, this is the same move. They've overexposed themselves because the internet now is too deep. I said last week, we are more powerful than journalists, and we are. That's why they are trying to stop us. Our messaging, the sincerity with which we communicate, the honesty is going to obliterate their entire industry. And it already has. But the real revelation will be next week. They just continue to betray their complete dishonesty to everyone. It's so obvious now. And You know, Leslie Stahl did that interview last night. I said I was going to get back around to talking about uh, the 60 Minutes interviews. So Leslie Stahl uh, interviewed Donald Trump. You can see the entire interview. Donald Trump put it up in its entirety last week. And then CBS cut it, which they'll say was for their time constraints. But of course, that's not true. They could have easily shortened any of the other interviews. And they should have shortened Kamala's. Holy shit. That lady is the most dishonest evil person imaginable. She is so phony. She makes Hillary Clinton look like the real Slim Shady. The real Slim Shady. She just cackles when she gets asked a question that she can't answer. She cackles. It's so fake. She looks off to the side a bunch of times like, somebody please help me. Somebody please help me. She's so dishonest. Oh my God, I cannot imagine this woman running the country. I can't imagine this woman running anything. God, it's disgusting. And if you want to know what it's like when she runs anything, go see what she did as California Attorney General and see why the only thing that she'll ever answer to When she gets pressed about her time as attorney general, she'll only say, I think my record speaks for itself. I think my record speaks for itself. Yeah, it really, really does. You just know no one's going to go look at it. And if somehow their delicate ears are forced to hear about what she really did, they'll call it a conspiracy theory or tell you it's not important. But so I'm watching football yesterday on CBS, go Steelers, and they keep promoing the 60 Minutes interviews of the, uh, the candidates from both parties. And at the very end of the interview, they have a voiceover over their logo, the 60 Minutes logo. You know, in the other parts, it was actually pictures, I mean, video, of the interviews. And then over the logo, Leslie Stahl says is the president coming back because last week they ran that narrative that the president had gotten mad and got up and left, which is not true. And you can see it's not true by watching the full interview. But the other thing is, I don't think she said that while she was in the White House at all, because there was no doubt when the interview ends that the interview was over. Trump said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're good. I think we've got enough. Yeah, that's going to be fine. That's going to be fine. There was no indication that the president was going to be coming back. And so that's propaganda. And then in the interview, you know, she's, She's asking him these questions. She thinks she's going to catch him in like one of these semantic hypocrisies that I talk about. And by doing so and them being so incompetent that they think that they're ruining the president by showing this, they're showing him say what he always says. They might as well put one of his rallies on television at that point. And you know, they're not going to do that. The only stuff they show at the rallies is clips of him where they think that they can tell stupid people that he's lying or stupid. The idea that Donald Trump is stupid at this point is just preposterous. What in the world could be harder than winning and becoming president of the United States in the face of every single power system in the world, including the Chinese and Russian intelligence apparatus. What could be more difficult than that? And then you get elected. They spy on your campaign. They undermine your national security advisor and frame him with the full support of our intelligence agencies and FBI. Then they impeach him over something they did. Then they lie about how he handled COVID and overblow the whole COVID narrative in every way imaginable. And then they do the Black Lives Matter thing to him. And, you know, I'm not saying that they killed George Floyd, but I am saying that they take black lives matter money through act blue fact black lives matters fiscal sponsor is run by thousand currents with a woman named Susan Rosenberg on their board. Susan Rosenberg is a convicted domestic terrorist who was pardoned by Bill Clinton on his last day in office. The riots occurred in Democratic cities with Democratic mayors who did not stop them, who intentionally did not stop them and refused assistance from the federal government because their governors did not ask the federal government to send in troops. The Democrats did that. No one else did it. The Democrats did it. And he's going to win again. And he's going to expose absolutely all of the corruption in our government that has put us in this position over the last 40 years. Put us in position to be co-opted by a communist state. And they did it for their own benefit. With the compliance of these celebrities and these tech companies and these corporate heads. And these awful universities. And he's still going to win. The idea that he is stupid is utterly insane. And so Leslie Stahl and 60 Minutes, they they made these little cut-ins where they would say, well, that's not true. Like he said, he has the best economy ever or had the best economy ever. And she said, well, that's not true. And it is true. And it doesn't matter that they might find one or two ways that it's, you know, not totally true. And they think that people will just take their word for it. But no one takes the media's word for anything anymore. And so, you know, she... Donald Trump brings up the uh, fact that uh, of the, you know, what he calls the witch hunt, which is the impeachment thing and the Russian collusion thing, and that they spied on his campaign, which they did do. And it is proven despite what she says. And she says that these claims are unverified. They're not unverified. The media could cover them. And could verify them immediately. And she asked about why he keeps bringing up the Joe Biden scandal. He says it's the uh, second worst scandal of all time. And, if, and, and it is the second biggest scandal in political history. It might even be the fifth because the top four were all what they had done to Trump. All of them are bigger than Watergate. But she says they're unverified. And then there's one moment that, you know, I really want you to pay attention to this. If you haven't watched it yet, watch her say, watch her try to say, there's no evidence. And then before she says the whole word evidence, she stops herself. She goes, there's no real evidence. Why in the world would you ever think that that person is honest? She already hedged on what she was going to say. She was going to say there's no evidence, realized that she was about to say something preposterous, and then said no real evidence. Now, who's responsible for telling you that the evidence is not real? The media and 50 corrupt former intelligence officers or officials who are without any knowledge and admit that they have no knowledge, no evidence to suspect that it's Russian disinformation are nonetheless saying it's Russian disinformation. And so by the media and these intelligence officials saying that the evidence the pure, hard, legitimate evidence becomes not real. That is so, so dishonest and so obviously dishonest. She couldn't even say the hard statement, so she hedged it to the soft statement. I am almost amazed they put this stuff on air. That's how incompetent they are. And go watch. Go watch the real interview and the cut interview. Because the real interview is about 37 minutes long. And the cut interview is 20 or 21 minutes long, I think. So what. Are those other 16 minutes? You got to find out for yourself. And as soon as you look, you'll see exactly what I'm saying. Trump didn't get up angry and walk out. He didn't complain about tough questions. He only noted simply and truly that Joe Biden does not get the tough questioning that they get. In fact, Nora O'Donnell, like I said, throws him a little softball and gives him the answer in the context of her question, the answer that they want, of course. And in the midst of her setup to that question, she called the New York Post a tabloid. And now the New York Post does look like a tabloid. But it is not a tabloid. The New York Post was founded by Alexander Hamilton and has the fourth largest distribution of any newspaper in the country. So I will uh, get to wrapping up. I don't want these to go this long, and I, I'm sorry, guys, if they're too long, but I, I want them to like come in at like a half an hour, maybe 40 minutes, but, you know, whatever. I hope you like the sound of my voice, at least. So... Trump is doing three rallies today. I already watched most of the first one that he did this morning. He's doing three rallies in Pennsylvania. And, you know, at every rally now, one of the chants is we love you, we love you, which I think is so beautiful, man, because no one has been more maligned than Donald Trump. Intentionally and maliciously, they have tried to destroy him And he is still right there and he's going to win again. And he took it like a fucking champ. And we do love him for that. But this rally even went beyond that because they started chanting, God bless Trump. What could they mean more sincerely than that? The Donald Trump campaign and the Donald Trump presidency is not an illustration of America's hate. It is an illustration of America's love for America, for someone who will take the punches that they cannot take, for someone who will fight for them, for someone that they know only cares about fixing America and has from the beginning. That's why he ran. Why else would you stop wanting to live his lifestyle and they chant, God bless Trump and we love you. And then you have Joe Biden who no one even bothers to show up for no one. There hasn't been one crowd over a hundred people. Maybe they got 100 people to uh, to stand there one time when Joe got off like a bus or some shit. But Joe Biden does not have a campaign. And Joe Biden's campaign is over and they have lost the election. Not that they're not going to pull out all the stops. We'll probably get every single kind of Democratic story this week that the that the mainstream media will push out there. They'll probably do one about race. They'll probably keep going on the kids in cages. They're going to do all sorts of COVID stuff. You know, Leslie Stahl, sorry, fuck. I always forget some shit. And then I'm like, God, I got to tell you. So Leslie Stahl kept telling him that uh, unemployment claims are going up and that COVID cases are going up. But what she didn't say is the fact that unemployment is going down and that where claims are going up they're in states like California and New York and Michigan, where, by the way, she also dishonestly framed the whole Gretchen Whitmer getting kidnapped thing that was an FBI sting operation where the FBI actually was the, the, the person from the FBI inside the sting was the person promoting the kidnapping. But she said unemployment claims are going up while the nation is creating new jobs at honestly a record-setting level. Now, yes, they had a big problem to come back from. But nonetheless, it is happening and it is happening in a situation where all sorts of businesses around the country are being restricted. So it's even harder to open up a new business and it's harder to hire employees and it's still happening. And COVID cases are in fact going up because of testing. They manipulate these statistics and they manipulate the narrative. And they do it so badly that they make it obvious they're lying and they end up reinforcing Donald Trump's points. So they'll hit race. They'll hit gender. They'll hit kids in cages. They'll hit COVID stuff. What else are they going to hit? They'll probably try to find some other real form of corruption. Not like, not like the millions Joe took from our adversaries, you know, real corruption. Like the Donald Trump paid $750 in taxes, even though he gave his $450,000 a year salary back to the national treasury. Sure. Sure. That's corruption. Yes. They're going to bring everything while hiding Joe Biden's corruption, and it still will not work. How anyone wants this collection of people To be running the country is utterly insane and flat out immoral. And hopefully these people will at some point come to their senses, give everyone the apologies they deserve, and then we can reunite. But some of these people are beyond help, and what they say and do is beyond the pale. And it needs to be noted at every single moment. Do not give these people an inch. Don't be mean to them. Don't tell them you'll never be friends with them again. But do not let them speak falsehoods. Make them prove things. See how quickly they get mad. And then watch them withhold their love from you. Because they're scared for themselves and they don't have the intestinal fortitude to tell the truth. I'll be back tomorrow. Same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Listen to hopes of all. Goodbye. for tonight's broadcast. At Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. In my mind, that's the end game. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow what I'm reading and thinking throughout the day, you can do that by downloading the Telegram messenger app.